Hey everyone, it's Shannon, and thanks for joining me for episode two of the A Free Spirit Life podcast. In today's show, I'm going to share a little bit more about who I am and what brought me to this moment and what brought me to starting a podcast in the first place. This show is one that I've been avoiding doing, actually. I have other episodes even in line before this one because there's something that always feels a little awkward about (laughs) talking about yourself. And um, I've done it many times when people interview me, but when it's just me talking into a microphone, it feels a little strange. So I'm fully admitting to you that I'm going to keep this short and sweet because you'll learn more about me and what I'm interested in and why we're doing this and my passion for helping you awaken in your own life just through the episodes that I'll be sharing with you. And you can also connect with me in our A Free Spirit Life community group on Facebook. So the short version of my story is... Many, many, many years ago, um, I started really falling into the trap of being consumed or really paralyzed by self-doubt. And I started to let that worry and that overthinking and that insecurity um, really create many decisions in my life or keep me from even moving forward. There were many times when I wanted to take a risk, but I held myself back for fear of either being judged or because it was different than what other people thought I should do. Um, Whatever the reason, I was insecure and I let that kind of carry me through even my college years. And once I graduated from school or graduated from college, I moved to Colorado and I lived on my own and I started to really, you know, dive into my 20s and how many of us do where we are seeking and searching and really trying to figure out who we are and what our place is in this world. And at the same time, I was finding that independence and that freedom and starting to meet some really interesting people. And I found a group of women who were kind of on that same search Um, But our common theme as we were searching for who we were was this underlying theme of creativity, of this kind of wanting and longing to express ourselves in some way, to uh, even call ourselves artists, but that seemed, you know, completely foreign and um, like we were frauds, you know, that we weren't really truly artists. Like artists are born, our artists are have talent, you know, artists go to art school, but that wasn't any of what we thought we were. Uh, yet we found ourselves drawn to Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. And we met religiously every week for 12 weeks. We participated in that book together. And this was pre-online groups. This was pre-Facebook, you know. So this was in person. We were meeting once a week. The five of us, we had an assignment to read the book. And then we'd do some sort of creative activity together. And we did funny things. Like we dressed up in costume and acted out plays. We 
took cooking classes and we'd uh, present meals to each other. We we did all sorts of things. We even took a a singing class that taught us how to use our diaphragm. We did drawing. We went on nature hikes. We did whatever we could to get us out of our comfort zones and face our creative fears. And it was a powerful experience for all of us in that group. So powerful that um, one of the friends actually moved to Africa, and I think she joined the Peace Corps. Another one of our friends moved to New Mexico and became a professional artist. I ended up moving back to Kansas City where I got a job at an art studio and I found my husband and I started my life and I started really getting into women's empowerment and helping others on their awakening path to creativity. And it was in the power of taking the time to explore ourselves um, by taking risk and by being vulnerable and by starting a journaling practice. That was a huge thing for me when I started. I, I had been journaling actually even way before I found that book, but I stayed with that practice and I really used it as a tool to learn more about who I was and to learn about my Places where I was stuck, those obstacles, especially in our mindset, that we forget. We don't even know we're thinking and being stuck until you start writing it down. And it's powerful when you write something over and over and over again that you're tr having trouble with, you're feeling stuck about, but then you go back and read it, maybe eight weeks later, maybe six months later, maybe five years later. And you look and see, oh my God, I am still stuck there. I'm still doing that. I'm still scared to try that. Whatever it is, it's very eye-opening. And so I kept with that journaling practice. And I also, around that same time of finding a, an art studio job and finding my husband, I discovered that I loved teaching yoga. I had tried my first yoga class in college, and it was that mix of yoga and creativity that were my it. You know, like when you find that thing that feels like home, that was it for me. That is still to this day, that is my it. And I learned through that yoga practice that First off, I learned that I was not my thoughts. You know that my thoughts were, I'm not creative, I'm not good enough, I'm not good at anything, I'll never be as good as her, I will never be as created as them. I All those thoughts that I started to believe and were manifesting in my life. Um, I learned through my yoga practice and through meditation that I was none of those thoughts. That wasn't the true essence of who I was. That was not my soul's purpose in life was to live and be here and believe I was not enough. And it was through my dedication to practicing and teaching yoga that I learned the power of stillness, 
of relaxation, of being still and being in the moment and how freeing that was to break free of those old patterns, those old beliefs, that, that regret that kept me in the past, that worry and self-doubt that kept me looking into the future and I was missing my life. And so that helped me explore all sorts of creative mediums. I tried photography, I tried stained glass, I tried drawing, mosaic tiling, painting, collage, all everything. I've tried it all. <laughs> I've tried every art medium that I can. I've, I've even done welding, <laughs> wood turning. I've done so many um, dabbling in art. And I have continued to find what speaks most true to me. One of the things that I love the most is fiber. I still like to knit. I love to felt. I love to play with hand felting especially. Um, I also love art journaling and just getting messy with paint, this intuitive painting process that I do a lot of my in my online courses. But it wasn't until I became a mom, which was almost 10 years ago now, that I had to face even my greatest fears. My fears of embracing imperfection. You know, when you're a mom, you're constantly inundated with your fears. You are, are mothering in an imperfect way. Your children are coming to you in an imperfect way. You have to step into the mess and the chaos that comes with raising children. And it was when I really started to have to face my, my fears of speaking my truth, of doing things in a different way, of not doing it the way they were telling me I should do it. And so I had to look at how I was going to raise my children, how I was going to choose to nurse my children or co-sleep or use cloth diapers or not, what I was going to feed my kids, how much TV we were going to allow, what kind of schooling we were going to do, and on and on and on. And so right when I had to, you know, have, about when I had to go back to work and it was at a part-time job, and I was still teaching yoga, I had to hand over my four-and-a-half-month-old teeny tiny precious soul to a babysitter. And I cried every time I drove to work. And it felt so misaligned to who I was and how I wanted to raise my baby. I wanted to be with him. And I was forced through many tears and through many fears and through many conversations with my husband, I was forced to face my fears of not being good enough, of not being educated enough, of not knowing what the hell I was doing and create a business so I could work from home that was more in line 
with who I was, what my values were. And that was when I started merging my love of art, of creativity with my yoga, with my meditation. And that's when I left my job and I created an online course called Inside Out, a creative adventure of self-discovery. And I was scared and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what a blog was. I didn't know what Twitter was. But I tried it. And it was as if that that class wrote itself. I combined everything I knew, everything that helped me in my struggles of finding who I was, in my own self-awakening and self-discovery journey, I combined my love of creativity, my passion for yoga, how we are not our thoughts, learning how to observe your thoughts, learning how to listen to your body, learning how to connect more deeply to your true self, learning how to nourish and nurture your relationships, um, how to open your grateful heart, how to take mindful action in your life. I combined all of that along with the, the deep power of connecting to other people who get what you're going through because they're willing to go to be vulnerable with you. They're willing to go on that path with you to support you, to fail, and to get back up. And I offered my first online class, and I thought if I get 10 people to sign up for this class, I will do it. And 72 people later, I launched my first e-course. And I've been doing it now for eight or more years. And I learned through putting myself out there that I had a lot to learn and that I also had a lot to give. And it was through giving, it was through teaching that I have continued to receive and learn so much about myself, about others, about being a mom, about life. And I connected to some amazing women and I still to this day connect and hear stories and get emails and thank you letters over and over from women around the world. I think it's like 25 countries and counting of women who've taken my course, who've joined my online circle or who've listened to this podcast, who have shared their stories of struggle, their beliefs that they weren't good enough that they couldn't break free, that they didn't believe they were artists or creative or talented or had gifts to share. And you will hear stories from some of these women who have left from taking my courses to writing their own books, to starting their own businesses, to becoming mothers of their own, to... I mean, so many stories. There's a woman that stands out who had no idea what she wanted to do, and she kept exploring and practicing her journaling and doing her art, um, playful painting and meditating and taking risks and facing her daily fears. And she discovered that she wanted to work for a suicide prevention line. And it was so powerful for her. And she 
just loved having the opportunity and that space to find where she was being guided to and to find the courage to follow where it was leading. That's the big thing. I know you're listening right now and you probably have a dream inside of you that you've been feeling those nudges and you know that you want to follow them, but but the courage to follow where it's it's leading you, that takes guts. That is scary. And that's when our self-doubt starts to talk and say, oh no, oh no, who are you to say you can do that? She can do this, but not you. And that is part of the practice of becoming a free spirit. We are learning how to break free of that self-doubt. We are learning how to think a new thought, dream a new dream, and find that courage within you that says, I can do this. I can take this first step. And I can do it because I know of other people who are doing it too. Because I believe there's power in numbers. And when you're alone, and and I did, there were so many times where I felt alone. And then when I put my class out there and I connected with all these women, I thought, oh my God, we're all struggling. We're all from different walks of life, different countries, different experiences, different stages and seasons of life. And yet we have the same struggles. We have a belief system that's keeping us stuck and we're ready to break free. So my friends, it translated into becoming a mom to not one kid, but two kid and now three. I have three boys who are nine, six, and three. I've been married for 15 years. I've been a yoga teacher for 15 years and counting. I've been a life coach, a creativity coach, and now what I call a soul care mentor, a teacher. And and it really has empowered me to find my voice because I continue to get the messages that when I share, when I put myself out there, when I feel vulnerable, it allows you to do the same. And we need each other. We need each other to help heal and then to help grow, to help rest, to help retreat, to restore, and then to help emerge and to come out and to share. And that's where I'm at now. I have continued to retreat and explore and discover new things about myself and then share them with others. And so you all are helping me feel my courage. You're helping me get in tune with my own inner wisdom and my own peace and my own joy. And it's a cyclical effect because you're breaking free of those negative thoughts has a ripple effect on those people in your life, whether you're a mom or not, whether you're working with people, whether you're um, touching others in some way. When you face a fear of your own, you have a ripple effect. And that is what we need more of in this world. Our world is so stricken by fear. And the more that we allow ourselves to stay in that place of being paralyzed, 
whether it's our own self-doubt or just fear of the world in general, we're doing a disservice. And so I'm calling you, as I'm putting myself out there, I'm calling you to face your fear, to think a new thought, to dream a new dream and allow yourself to walk towards your courage, to reconnect to your intuition and find that freedom that comes when you let it lead you in life. Because you know what? Your intuition, it's here to guide you. You have a little teacher inside of you. Those little nudgings that we tend to ignore or repress or push or numb, push away when we, we're afraid. That's our intuition guiding us. And that's what this show will help you with. Help you learn how to discern when it's your head talking, when it's your heart talking. Help you learn when it's your intuition guiding you or when it's a fear-based thought that's leading you this way. We're going to explore all of this in our A Free Spirit Life community. It's what we explore in my Live Freely Circle. And it's what I will continue to help you dive deeply in your own exploration in this show. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Join us on Facebook. I want to hear, when have you let self-doubt keep you feeling stuck? When have you let fear keep you from trying something new, from doing something differently, from starting a business, from writing a book, from painting, from taking an art class, from calling a new friend, from asking for a promotion at work, from taking your kids out of daycare and staying home. Whatever it is in your life, that calling that you hear or that you don't hear anymore, but you know it's in your heart, are you ready to listen? That is my call to you today. Listen to your inner callings. Listen to that place within you that knows where you need to go and see if you can find your own courage to follow where it leads. Join us on our A Free Spirit Life Facebook community and share with us as you continue to explore your fear and face your courage in a new way. I'm so grateful for you. Can't wait to share next show with you and make sure you join our mailing list of freespiritlife.com because that's where you'll be entering to win a bunch of giveaways that we're doing for our podcast launch. Take care and I will see you next week.